<laughs> all right, of all those opening topics, I don't think any of these worked. So we'll just, just go ahead and start it. Cold open. <laughs> It was Goyard totes and Carhartt tees and Art Talk, the cold plate carpet round my feet. The Dolce scarf is round my face, forgot my mask. Fuck! Fuck up a moon ring, leaving the tri-state. I'm on a trip, shawty don't trip, she know I come on with my plate. Smoke out the sip, join on my lip, I'm off an eighth of the truffle. In the duffel, losing come right back like we played in the bubble. Tear shit down, playing the rubble. True shit, we ain't saying it's subtle. Niggas is leeches, niggas is weeds, dog. Life ain't a beach, this shit is a seesaw. Shit is a creature, still slaves. Secret, still want the white man to tell you you can stick it. Just rubbing shoulders with the dickiness, niggas is tweaking. Oh, hell nah, here go another young nigga making trouble. Yeah, young nigga making trouble. Wait, young nigga making trouble. Huh. Got paid night, eating in the chef kitchen. He don't want the truffle. Huh. All right, well, this is the No Relation Podcast. This is episode 362. Um, this is Alex. This is Joe, uh, signing on for episode 110. Um, just quick announcement real quick. I know this isn't standard for the intro, but I just want to get this out there before everybody tunes out. Um, we do have content. Um, coming out on YouTube regularly now, so uh, highlights from each episode, two, three minutes, uh, you know, or a little bit longer. Um, if you want to get s- smaller, more palatable versions of the podcast, it's always there. Maybe you don't want to listen to the whole thing, catch the clips on there. Also, if you want to recommend to friends, check that shit out. Yeah, this is Evan. I currently don't have AirPods. Um, I am um, I'm about two weeks sober, and... Uh, Almost, almost. But your teeth are white as shit, so here we go. Yeah, that is true. Thank you very much. I would like your routine. I've been asking. You haven't sent me anything, so. I got a tan this past weekend, too, so I got that going for me. Yeah, Labor Day tan? No, I worked 14 hours on Labor Day. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you did a lot of labor on Labor Day, then, which is, is, you know, deceptive because (laughs) one would think that you wouldn't wouldn't have to, but you did did most of it. (laughs) Ha! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, you work for a news station. Why didn't they just put like all the office on loop or something? Because because they they still need news. What well, what was going on in no. Dayton that you had to work fourteen hours for? <laughs> what I'm just confused about why Dayton has a news station. To be honest, <laughs> is all is it just well, someone, all day every day like crack? <laughs> no, no, crack someone and guns to tell and people who's. <laughs> No, someone has to tell someone, you know, whose cousin got murdered that day. <laughs> exactly. You don't know. It's, it's always essentially a- someone got shot, someone got ran over, um, something's going at this hospital, and then um, a, a, a 5K for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is, like, you know how, like, news do, they always try to, like, at least end on, like, a good note. Yeah. Like, every news channel. They, they gave up. They, I think they tried, like, one time for, like, a week. And they are like, yeah, you know what? We just don't got it. Uh, we're just going to show you the same dog from yesterday. <laughs> oh, no, like we don't a- dog stores at the end. 
Yeah, because the dog probably got shot too. <laughs> it's like some local little girl got a bunny and then it got swooped up by a hawk. So I don't. <laughs> Good night, Dayton. <laughs> I lost faith in this. I lost faith in this city. Wanted to go see, uh, go to a scene where a toddler got shot. So. That's when you lost faith. I lost faith when the donut shop got robbed twice. <laughs> we were a lost cause when that happened twice. <laughs> Grand opening, they got robbed again. <laughs> I don't date. So I Dayton's one of those places. You know how when there's like a coal mining town and then they run out of coal, so everybody leaves. I feel like people should have done that for Dayton. <laughs> I don't know what started the town there, but I feel like everybody should have looked around and be like, "Let's just try." So it was like else. a miniature Detroit, pretty much. It was a it was a manufacturing like hub for cars. Yeah, and then when GM took like their plant <clears throat> out and stuff, like they uh, a lot of stuff hit the fan. <laughs> so you're saying Dayton is the Detroit of Ohio? <laughs> Yes. That's, yeah. That's no. The uh, worst thing I've ever heard in my. I can't think of anything more unappealing. No, Dayton. Detroit so had Motown. Dayton, what the fuck did Dayton have? No, Dayton. Uh, they used to have a really big jazz scene and stuff. No, and they like, fucking didn't. It, they, they, yes, they, it did. Their downtown used to yes, be like actually did. like really popping. Like there was a bunch of shops, um, jazz, uh, jazz restaurants, jazz clubs. Um, There's like a bunch of stuff that was downtown. It's still there. It's just like a ghost town now. Yeah, oh, well, it's this kind of they're trying to gentrify it, but uh, also, uh, you know, have you ever heard of Dayton Rims? Yeah. So Dayton, Ohio. So all those rims came from Dayton. So that was another big thing because it was a big car area here too. Look at this Dayton. So PSA. like, all, this is you guys are so cute. <laughs> Represent your hometown. Also My hometown's yeah. dog ass, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> defend it like that. <laughs> My hometown has two cute things to do, and then and then it's heroin, and I think that's true for Dayton too. <laughs> well, now they're mostly known for the heroin. I've heard a lot about from, the heroin there. From what I heard, well, from what I heard, at least uh, good things. I heard nothing but good things about the heroin here, though. Yeah, finest China White that you can uh, get your hands on. Dayton, we have to Ohio. listen to police scanners at my job, and pretty much every other police scan is just like OD. Uh, heroin. Where's the Narcan at? Um, and just the best spots, like a good alley um, inside of a Walgreens. Um, Perfect. I think one time I heard a church parking lot. That probably the, makes the most sense, to be honest. That's where I had most of my fun. You imagine you're three three hours into a sermon on a Sunday. All the football scores are coming in. And you're like, hey, I'm just going to grab my jacket out the car, Mom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Never to be seen again. All right. right. Do you want to – we got a more hefty topic list than normal, but it's a lot of dated stuff because it's been a little while. What do you, wanna, what do you guys want to get into? What's, what are you guys feeling passionate about? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that we should have covered. Should we just zoom through it real quick? We can do a lightning round. Let's just give like, let's just do like a quick like. We'll, we'll, let's try to keep it less than like five minutes. Okay. Um. Let, let me pull up the notes here real quick. So we, let's start with uh. Let's start with certified lover boy. I guess. Um. I don't really have too much to say about it. I wanted to talk more about the critiques that were given to the album. <laughs> Okay, go go right into it. Because, uh, you know, it's a Drake album. Uh, for what it's worth, I thought it was a good album. Uh, but the only critique that I was really hearing from everybody was that um, 
it sounds like Drake just doing Drake again. And I also heard that uh, people were saying like it, they don't know what he's doing and like he doesn't sound like he's aging or maturing with his music and um that he's still doing the same toxic like toxic sort of masculine records and talking about hoes and stuff like that um i just want to say two things one if it's not broke don't fix it it, right. Yeah. No. That's exactly what I like about the album. Everything you're you're spot on because I've heard I've seen those critiques everywhere. I, I haven't liked the last couple of Drake releases. I like this one more than most of them, specifically because he went back to drown piano and talking about hoes. That's all I wanted. That's all I've ever wanted from Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, uh, this man got his heart and soul curved by Rihanna. That. The fact that he's just out here doing whatever with young females or whatever he's doing in his spare time and not being a fucking supervillain, you know, everybody just needs to calm down and let this man have a moment. I get, yeah, maybe it was like seven years ago, but it was Rihanna and that man fell in love with her. I I, I mean, Evan, what would you do? What would you do if you, the love of your life, which happens to be Rihanna, you you came that close to the sun, and she just just put you on a baseball team and tee and just like swatted you to uh, fucking uh, the outfield? What would you? If do? I was even in the same room as Rihanna, I would be making maybe seven heartbreak albums about Rihanna. <laughs> Yeah. Like, she doesn't even have to talk to me. She doesn't even have to look at me. All I have to do is just be in the same place where I smell her, the perfume through the air conditioning vents. And I'm going to be dedicating the rest of my life to making heartbreak albums about how she's the love of my life and I can't get her back. <laughs> this is supposed to be a quick topic, but I want to one day let's get into how uh, there's about a thousand things out there saying that Rihanna constantly smells good. I would... <laughs> Would love to find out one day. <laughs> I've seen about fifteen to to thirty different tweets spread out throughout about ten years of people saying they met Rihanna and she smells really good. I want to wait. Wait, if, if Rihanna didn't smell good, would you guys still do it? Well, of course, but I'm just saying the fact that <laughs> the fact that she does smell good is a uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, if she said, "Wait, no." If she came out and said that she doesn't shower like these other people, uh, what, what would you do? That wouldn't wouldn't stop me in the slightest. In fact, it would only, it almost gets me aroused. And <laughs> she she's not from she's not from the United States. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's from like Brooklyn or something. Like so, it's different. <laughs> she's uh, from Barbados, but close enough. Yeah, the the Bronx, whatever. <laughs> yeah, man, I like yeah, Certified so, uh, Boy Lover. I thought it was good. I thought it was a solid album. <laughs> I thought it was a solid album. Um, I don't understand the critiques of it. My biggest critique is that my favorite song on it happens to have an R. Kelly writer's credit, and now, like, God damn it, Drake! Like, why would you, why would you put me through that Which ethical conundrum? Which one's that? It's a, it's a, um, TSU. That was the only one where I was in agreement with some people. Like, all right, maybe he should just grow up like at least four years. I liked it. Um, <laughs> who, who had the better album cover, him or Kanye? Oh, Kanye. Kanye, right? <laughs> y'all, y'all pull that shit up on Apple Music, and the eyes for the for the emoji start looking at you and shit. 
So, so almost dropped my phone the first time I saw that. Scared the absolute hell out of me. You guys thought Kanye's Black Lives Matter post was better? <laughs> That's correct. Yes. You guys want to be that uh, that like that like podcast or that group of people that say Baby Keem's album was better? No. no. <laughs> I did no, gain a lot of respect wasn't. for Baby Keem. I was talking wild on him. I also was listening back to our critique of the Kanye album. And um, I mentioned Playboy Cardi about six times. He's not on that album. <laughs> I just assume anybody rapping in a squeaky voice is Playboy Cardi, so that's on me. But yeah, uh, Baby Keem's album isn't bad, but I'm not putting it up there with these two. Or at least Drake's. I thought it was awful. And also, I thought I think, uh, I think Kendrick Lamar should sit that young man down in a room and say, don't ever do me like that on your album ever again. Um, you don't like I Top of the Morning? Joe, I know you love that. I fucking love it. <laughs> That's actually been my favorite ad lib probably since he said it. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. <laughs> I was looking into making it my alarm, and then I decided not to because I was being a little too extra, but I, I did seriously consider it. All right. Um, you should probably keep one more music thing, and then we'll, 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 we'll move on. Um, Drake did drop that Andre 3000 verse uh, despite Kanye and uh, boy was that just a miscalculation on his part uh, that was the best verse I've ever heard in my life I'm going to go ahead and say that speaking of people that need to kiss that, that probably got edited out but whatever <laughs> imagine imagine one imagine being yeah, just, imagine just being your, Drake wait, wait, just use your imagination on that one <laughs> Imagine being Drake and thinking, haha, look at this petty move I can do. I'm going to leak something off Kanye's album. You know, shout out to me. And then also imagine being Kanye, being sent or hearing that verse from Andre 3000 and thinking, you know what's the perfect thing to put after that beautiful, heart wrenching, gorgeous goddamn verse is a diss to Drake. Both of them just fuck. I don't. I don't get it anymore. Just sixty nine. Whatever you. Whatever you guys got to get out. Whatever makes you feel happiest. Go on a vacation together. I don't know what it is. Sit in a hot tub that's shaped like a heart. But Kanye and Drake need to work their shit out because they wasted the best verse I've heard in like fucking five years. That shit was beautiful. Shit brought tears to my eyes. I'm a grown ass man. I almost had to pull over my car. I haven't felt anything in years. That was the first time I felt fucking like chills, goosebumps, and uh, my my eyebrows raised and everything. I didn't know that I could have sensations like that from listening to music. Like the last time I really felt like that from listening to music was probably like one of like Kanye West's like old songs. Like that's probably like the last time. Now Kanye has lost that touch, like a like amazingly has, but. Uh, I think the last time ironic. I felt that way from a song was uh, from one, maybe one like the first listens of the Pimba Butterfly. Yeah, I think like my second listen of you probably made me feel that way, but that's about it. And that's a whole different. I mean, yeah. that's like a six minute experience. Like Andre just dropped a sixteen after dressing like Peter Pan and wandering around playing the flute for five years, and that's just what he's capable of. So I don't even know what to say. Like, I get what Drake was trying to do. Like, he was trying to, you know, like, oh, look at Kanye. He's such a douchebag for trying to diss on top of, like, you know, this record or whatever. Unbeknownst to him, did he know that he was about to put out one of the best rap, like, 16s and probably at least about 
what five six the years. Thing is, is that, what, what we listened to was like the raw unmastered. It's not even like it's like him straight into the booth, like just rapping. That's not there's nothing glorified about that, like at all. It's not mixed down. Yeah. It's just him straight vocals, and it's amazing. It's Drake's best contribution contribution to music in about eight years. That's for sure. Yeah, so that, uh, that's all I got for music. <clears throat> yeah, you got me choked up just thinking about that verse. Fuck me. It's one of those that I can't even listen to it. I could never like have that. I'm, I'm glad that didn't make the album because I could never have that shit on shuffle. You imagine going about your day smiling, driving around, and then that shit comes on? If that made the album, we talk about that album a lot differently than we do. Absolutely. Yeah, Kanye's album grew on me a little bit, but if it had songs like that on it, because that's what I thought it was going to be like, then Jesus Christ. But that's that's a different story. I will say, though, uh, Certified Boy Lover and Donda, um, there's about a dozen albums that came out this year. This has been a good-ass year for music. It's been about a dozen albums that I like more than though, both of those. Yeah, none of them are really album of the year for me. I know people will probably say Donda is. Some some may say Certified Lover Boy is, but... No, no it's because we just... This was like... We we just watched like two kids like try to kiss each other. Like this was, yeah. <laughs> like we, we, they were just like this is like fucking high school flirting. Like that. in my opinion, <laughs> nothing's being Tyler. Nothing's being J Cole. Um, Vince. Nothing's yeah. Nothing's being Vince. Nothing's being Guap Dad. Like do you guys remember <laughs> Guap that? Dad was solid. That was a solid album. Fucking West Side Gun had a good release. Benny the Butcher had a good release. There was plenty. There was really good music that came out this year. So I don't like I don't I really like this was a cool moment, but there's nothing on either of these albums that I'm excited about and going back to regularly besides maybe some of the Drake shit just because it's like a kickback vibe. That's that's pretty much it for me. I think everybody's sleeping if they think that Tyler with a Gangsta Grills album didn't, is not the top album of the year. I agree. That's all that that whole album has so much replay value. Uh, the. The beats are amazing. Uh, his, his, some of the, are just artistic value of that like whole album is amazing. Did Nas have like a really good album too this year? Yeah. Yes. Two. He had two good albums this year. He had King's yeah. Disease one and two. Yeah, I don't even know. What to, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this is a, this is a really good, very very good year for music, hip hop specifically. But, um, yeah, this 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 new. This new Drake and Yay, it's it's that's it's good, it's fine, but like it's low on my list for sure. All right, let's talk about some other shit. What do we got? Can here? we talk about Bishop Sycamore for just three minutes? It's very dated. Two, very, two and a half. Very dated at this half. point. So, but we weren't here. Two and a half. Preface. All right, Bishop Sycamore is a high school in Ohio. Um, or it's not a high school. Is it? Is it? <laughs> You're already off to a shaky start. It's not a high school. Um, they were playing football against the IMG Academy. Um, lost well, fifty-two to zero. Lo and behold, Bishop Sycamore had maybe what um bunch of twenty-nine-year-olds trying to live out their their football dreams in high school. Yeah, I think you're they- so. You went through that real quickly. The, the the essence of that story is that a made-up high school from Ohio that's entirely made up of men that already graduated high school, well past it, 
that have weird professional football dreams that they think they can get by somehow by like uh, playing football past their high school eligibility. I don't really understand what the. They what the know that they have a social security number. That they have to put if they <laughs> ever want to go to any college. And also, do yeah, those adult leagues. Yeah, there's there's many other ways that I don't get it. Everything about it's hilarious. But also, they played a good high school football team and got absolutely dog. Can you imagine thinking you're finessing the system and suddenly a, a, a juiced up 17 year old kid just just lays you the fuck out like 17 times in a row? Can you imagine that? I can't because that's what would happen to me if I tried to play football. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not just... try, out here trying to act like I'm something that I'm not. I know that there's, like, I got plenty of dudes. Like, you know those dudes that, like, uh, maybe in your hometown or whatever, they're on the basketball court and they, like, are pretty sure they could join the league because they're the nicest person on your pickup court? They still have no, their high school no, highlight rule on their Instagram bio? <laughs> yeah. No, I know I know people that are our age graduated the same time we did and are still fucking playing full contact, full pads football. Not only that, but they're pretty sure that, like, one of these days, somebody, like, the scout's like, oh, okay, that, it finally worked out for me. I, pff, shout out to them. I, I get it. I love yeah, the dream. They, they, still, they, they still think that somehow, some way, they have a shot at, you know, making it to the league. Which, you know, sometimes I wish I had, like, that sort of, like, just, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stupidity. Uh <laughs> We'll go with stupidity. There was a nicer word I was thinking of, but I couldn't figure it out. But, you know, it, I, I wish I had that because these guys are paying probably. How much do you guys think they pay to play in these leagues? A lot. It's, it's, it's very, lot. very Do you expensive. know how much pads cost? <clears throat> you know how much, hey, do you know how much Grubhub drives they have to do for that? <laughs> yeah. They were and the more, the, the more information that came, apparently, like, the coach had warrants. <laughs> the coach was actively wanted by the police. Um, they were about like thirty of them were staying in like a townhouse, sleeping on the floor and shit. All that like at the, talk about dreams, man. These dudes got the shit finessed out of them. But um, all that said, they got absolutely obliterated by IMG. But let's not take anything away from IMG. I went to a baseball tournament at IMG Academy when I was in high school, and. Um, we played them. We played IMG Academy, and that was one of the most rough baseball games. I was playing the outfield, and I actually had to get like a neck massage after the game after watching all those home runs fly over my head. Those kids were fucking monsters. Manny, that, Manny Ramirez Jr. hit a ball so hard that I still don't think it landed. Like I don't think it fin- I don't think it landed in Florida. I think it just went into orbit, and it's now a satellite that you can watch, you can view from a telescope in the sky. That was Manny Ramirez Jr. Not only did he do that, but the next at bat because our because we're a bunch of assholes from New York, the pitcher that was throwing threw a pitch right at his fucking shoulder, beamed him, and this motherfucker just walked to first, and then two, 20 minutes later drove away in a custom Mercedes LSK and giggled as he was leaving. We got the shit beat out of us. That that was that was disgusting. You know, someone <laughs> I still someone remember went, that car was beautiful. <laughs> someone once tweeted about how um how like that's the beauty of college sports. How like uh, you can be like the hometown hero. You can be like the best player like to ever come out of your city. Um, and then you run into someone's a Hall of Famer. That's the same truth that comes into um, to like high school sports. You can be playing AAU. You can have a pretty solid team. You can be pretty solid yourself. And then you run into some dude that's probably going to be like the sixth man at best on the NBA team. And that man just putting up numbers. Yeah. I, re- I know the exact tweet. It's from Dragonfly Jones. And it was along the lines of uh, 
Someone can go to, you could be the best player your high school, like period ever. Uh, and still you're going to be, uh, you're going to figure out that that's going to be a future litigation attorney because you're lined up against a hall of famer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's how it was when we played IMG in baseball uh, is that, uh, you know, we were like number three ranked in the state in New York at that time. And, um, I think they mercy ruled us after three and a half innings. So that's, that's just how that shit goes. And just keep in mind, like, you might have been pretty nice in high school. Derrick Henry ran for 4,000 yards and, like, 48 touchdowns his senior year of high school. Like, you were okay. You're not You're not NFL nice. Hey, <laughs> you wait, never wait, were. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. And if, you, if you're on a basketball team or talk about how you ever got cut from, your uh, from like, your freshman team and say, oh, Michael Jordan got cut as a freshman. No, 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 no. He got cut from his varsity team as a freshman and averaged 45 for junior varsity. Correct. Correct. If you're not doing that, baby, you're not going to make it to the league. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect. Also, I think there is another NBA player on his, like, that's why he didn't make it, because there was another player that was, like, just, like, a grade above him, so they, they had to take him or something like that. It was something weird. Something weird like that, but it doesn't matter. He still averaged 40. I think the next season he still averaged about 45 for varsity or something like that. Yeah, also, sweetheart, like, Michael Jordan was, you know, he was about 5'10", his freshman year of high school, and then by the time he graduated, he was 6'6". You were 5'7", and then you graduated, and you were 5'7", and, and still 5'7". So, you put on 15 pounds, but you didn't, it's not, it's not for you, baby. I was there, too. I thought I was going to the league when I was in fifth grade, and then I, and then I you know, I, I, got, I got over it. And also, by the way, for 5'9", you still think, like, oh, you know, maybe I'll get taller. Maybe I won't. There's still, like, some people are short. Trey Young was balling on people in the eighth grade. Yeah. Balling. They knew they knew he was going to the league since he was probably in seventh, eighth grade. There we go. Shout out Bishop Sycamore. Shout out to uh, adult athletes. Good luck. I got to say, that's the one thing I loved about baseball, though. Baseball is the most, re- like, just, like, Real sport, because I remember it every time, like, I would talk to uh, people on the baseball team. It was like, yeah, so we're going to lose this game. <laughs> and, like, everybody. <laughs> baseball is one of the, uh, one of the like, the only sports where, like, there's not a lot of surprises to it. Like, you can, you can tell if a team's good or bad. There's incredibly little game plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at least, like, football, basketball, you can isolate their best player. You can find, come up with defensive schemes, something. Just disrupt them for a little bit. You probably will still lose, but whatever. If a team is significantly better than you in baseball, they just win. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to throw to the best player every time. There's nothing you can do. You just – there's no strategy that you can employ that's going to, like – Make them better. They either fuck up or they absolutely dog walk you, and normally the latter happens. My favorite, yeah, my favorite. The only thing you could probably switch up is like maybe like a pitcher or something like that, one that's like a lefty or some yeah. shit. But even then, there's like, only so. Know. Yeah, that works for like a batter and a half. Like, ooh, he's throwing sidearm. What are we gonna do? Oh, fucking hit it, fucking four hundred yards over the fence. Like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> All he's got to do is see three pitches. He figured it out. You didn't do anything. Yeah, and it's the only sport you can bat. Uh, you can what bat? What probably like what twenty two percent, and then you're going to be a hall like at least an all star. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's. I think baseball is kind of like that here, but maybe like soccer, like for like almost everywhere else, where like they know who's going to be pro by the time they're probably like hitting like about like a good like eleven, twelve years old, like. If you're, like, trying to be pro in soccer, if no one tapped your shoulder, it's like, hey, you're going to be coming up to, with us to, like, your early at some point. You're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I mean, this way, like all the kids that went D one, like from my high school, we like you knew by the time they were in eighth grade. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not even pros. I'm just saying, like everybody that was going D one, it was very, very clear pretty early on. Some of the kids like grew out of it, and actually other people caught up to them. But most of them, it's like it's it's pretty fucking clear. So shout out to all the people that have dreams. I'm never gonna shit on anybody's dreams, but if you're 26 years old posing as a high schooler, it might be no, time to no, think of no, something no. else. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I mean? I'm gonna share your dream. If you're 26 and still think you're gonna go to the league, shut the fuck up and get a job. <laughs> Amazon hiring like a motherfucker too. You could go down there. <laughs> Tell them you want to work uh, next week. They'll they'll get you one of them little vests. You be on that line making considerably good money. You go get your CDL license. You be quiet. The league is not coming anytime soon. Don't take it out on your kids when you coach the team either. (laughs) Yeah, you're getting unnecessary brain damage for no reason at all. (laughs) That nigga wants to be in the play, bro. Stop it. (laughs) He's not a fullback. He wants to dance. Leave him alone. Let the kid (laughs) dance. He wants to be in drama club. Also, again, if if you're it just just to put a button on it, if you're 26 and you're getting dog walked by someone that just got their attempts last week, um, again, life comes at you fast. <laughs> if you just got if you just got whooped by some dude that just got a C in his history class, you need to reconsider what you really want in life. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Perfect. that was a good three minute topic. <laughs> Killed it. Sorry, this is all dated. Um, what are we what are we talking about here? Should we let's? Oh, excuse me. Let's do. Uh, this is a quick one, I guess. Five hundred K or lunch with Jay Z. It's just a. This is just an anniversary Twitter topic. I feel like. It, <laughs> The only reason I put it on the list is because uh, Title's official account tweeted, just take the 500K. <laughs> I'm so sick of these fucking entrepreneurs, bro. Like, you've been day trading for y'all, six months and you made $200. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know about Shaw, but I'd take the dinner with Jay-Z. Why? Why is that? Why is that, Evan? Explain it to me. I can't afford a meal right now. <laughs> So you're telling me with five hundred thousand dollars, you wouldn't be able to afford one meal. Uh, I mean, how soon will I get the five hundred thousand? Because if I get it at the end of the month, I need to do the dinner with Jay Z. You know, I don't know, Evan. We're not going to split hairs here. Uh, honestly, honestly. I'd- I don't know. I don't know who they could have been. It could be fifty dollars or dinner with Jay Z, and I think I'd go with the fifty dollars. <laughs> no, dead ass. Like, what? What? What life do you lead where you think a twenty-minute conversation is enough to make you a billion dollars? You're fucking stupid. You know what I mean? I've met a lot yeah, of I, smart, influential people. There's no, there's no, there's no secret, bro. Like, there's no twenty-minute conversation you could have. Where you'd be like, all right, I got all the fuel I need. What do you think this nigga's is gonna invest in your fucking graphic t-shirt company? Nobody likes it, bro. It's, it's also. Not, have it, you? There's no savior. Have you guys ever like sat down with like a celebrity or someone that like is like a millionaire or whatever? Have you guys ever got a chance to talk to any of those guys? 
Uh, uh, very really. briefly. Very, very briefly. Well, uh, in each of the short encounters I've had with like a celebrity or someone that's like been able to make millions of dollars, the last thing they want to talk about is how they got to the, the how successful they are. Exactly. They usually want to talk about stupid shit like uh like why like the '97 Bulls was actually like the worst team ever or some shit. That's usually what they want to talk. And about. like, wait, what is Jay Z going to tell you? He's, is he just going to tell you how to sell drugs really good? Like he, he, yeah. To be honest, I don't want to take advice from someone that just stabbed someone across the street and walked back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a millionaire before he was a rapper, and that's because he was doing really well moving weight. I just. People are fucking stupid, man. And you're right. I think that, like, in the very brief encounters I've had with extremely successful people and uh, celebrities or whatever, generally they're just like, man, this gin and tonic's flat. And you're like, ha, right? That's it. That's 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 the amount they want to connect with you. You don't want to corner them and be like, I have a business plan. Tell me how you th- tell me what you think. Ew, no. Yeah, because they don't want to talk about that. They literally just want to talk about who was, like, the hottest Playboy magazine model from, like, 2004 to 2006. Like, they don't... They don't care about anything that revolves around their career. They want to talk about how uh, Kevin Durant's actually overrated or not. Like that's <laughs> that's literally the entire mindset. They want to talk about how the Fast and Furious movies are low key not that bad. <laughs> that's the com- that's the interesting conversation there. And if you're talking to Ben Diesel, he's going to tell you how it's the worst movie ever. It's probably like that's that's probably what he wants to talk about because he doesn't want to actually talk about how he's a good actor. <laughs> Typically, they're the least interesting people you can never talk to. But I mean, like, it's also yeah. like the the conversations that you do end up sparking is just very, very, very just one. It's unique because of like what you. It's not at all what you expected to talk about that day, and I promise it's not. When I, I met Dave Chappelle, we were talking about that shovel girl. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that shovel girl for fifteen minutes, and then he just walked away. <laughs> And he probably left thinking, you know what? That was a really nice interaction with that young man. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what he thought. I could tell that's what he thought. He put a cigarette in his mouth and he was like, I really did something today. And that's, <laughs> he just, he just walked away. I mean, I, I was, that probably, that's probably going to stick out to him a lot more than he's saying, hey man, it's like, how'd you really get, like get on? Like, how'd you make it? Like, tell me about like your comedic oh, style and what you do. But no, you chose to talk about like a buying video from 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I I helped clean up his like little cabin, uh, and I talked about a Vine video with him. I knew because I knew that would matter a lot more than me talking to him about my stupid open mic career right now. <laughs> so that's why, because <laughs> I knew how he wasn't gonna give me any knowledge. He's the funniest man in the fucking world. He's just gonna tell me to be fucking funny. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't need advice when it, I all I, I know everything. Jay Z knows as much as all of us right here. <laughs> he knows as much as all of us. I guarantee you, Dave Chappelle knows as much as all of us. There's nothing that man can tell me that's going to change what my life would be tomorrow. Yeah, just be unbelievably talented, and that's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. To transition, to transition to something slightly more recent, but it's kind of in the same vein. Um, Nicki Minaj tweeted that her cousin's boyfriend's sister's fiance. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Have you guys also ever been to dinner with someone that you barely know? <laughs> <laughs> like top, I'm, I'm going to say top like two worst experiences of my life and it's not, top, and it's not two. 
I'm actually glad you brought it back. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible thing. Every time. Even if it's someone you end up getting along with. A one-on-one yeah. -on -one dinner with someone that you don't know that well is a fucking nightmare. Dinner doesn't even get good till like, it's over. It could be it could be Jay Z. I'm still going to the awkward like, all right, so like where are you at? Can you like wave your hand real quick? Um are you <laughs> oh you're not seated where you are? Where are you in the back? <laughs> I think I, this is why I, this is why I told you just wait for me. I got reservations. You I didn't know you <laughs> Did you at least get me water? You didn't? Uh, <laughs> I'd sit down and forget what his name was off top. Like, what's up, Almy? <laughs> how, how how have you been? <laughs> Sit there and make small talk for 20 minutes until you find come find one thing in common and then beat the absolute living shit out of that until you're both bored and then a motherfucker. And then there's awkward silence and then you remember another thing to say about that one awkward thing you have in common. <laughs> <laughs> and the, th the only thing that Jay-Z's really going to say, like, all right, so bro, why did you take that 500K? <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite thing to come of that uh, come out of that tweet. It was just a picture of Jay Z eating. So like, hey, why didn't you take the five hundred k? That would actually be my favorite version of it. Is if somebody did uh, somehow like get w dinner with Jay Z and the whole time he's just like, man, this this steak is dry, bro. <laughs> All right, it's, it was cool meeting you. <laughs> also, he doesn't even get his tab. He like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it right. <laughs> Yeah, that's my card in my car, so I'm going to go ahead and dip out. But you got this right. Uh, all right. Well, well, yeah, we can go ahead and talk about Nicki Minaj. Uh, yeah, so Nicki Minaj uh, put up a wildly ignorant uh, COVID post. Um, the reason I brought it up was less about talking about people being dumb about COVID, but more so talking about how um, things like that really give me hope because I feel like we put celebrities on a pedestal and especially someone like Nikki who can rap her ass off and is very successful. Um, it reminds you that like there a lot of them are just kind of stupid, like, and that's okay. <laughs> and it makes me feel better about myself because like, I, you know, Nikki is like a, a genius when it comes to rapping, but turns out for shit like that, she's kind of dumb. And it makes me feel better that, that you know, the, even though those people are really good at what they do, they're still kind of stupid. And that's, it's, it's lovely. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a really good feeling. I hate tweets like that. Cause it like empowers dipshitted pinheaded people who are just like, wait, no, she said it. So like, that means it's true. You guys, you guys have to preface. So, uh, Nicki Minaj tweeted, and this was from Nicki Minaj. I'm not going to bring it up cause it'll probably be funnier if I just, uh, misinterpret it on purpose as did she probably um so Nicki, Nicki Minaj tweeted uh everybody should be careful about getting the vaccine because her cousin's friend uh got the vaccine and when he got the vaccine it made one of his balls larger than the other one and it turned him impotent um which in turn made his fiance cancel the wedding that they were about to have in a week Homie either got like the wild chlamydia or he has cancer. Either way, he's so that was the funny thing was every chlamydia has been trending for the past forty eight hours. I wonder why. <laughs> Here's a chlamydia that if you don't get it checked in the first two weeks, you might be. <laughs> now, what people should start doing uh, is saying that one of the side effects of the vaccine is chlamydia. <laughs> Uh, 
I'm enjoying the I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of this man. Dude, Let's that, just wrap it his up. His fiance was dying for a reason to leave. <laughs> we can we can fabricate some like oh he probably actually had chlamydia and that's why they broke up. Story. I think that like she was just a week away from the wedding. It's like all right, wait, am I allowed to leave him because he left the napkins out again or like <laughs> he left a dish in the sink? Like will people yell at me about that? And it's like oh one of his balls is swollen. Here we go. That's my out. <laughs> all right, I'm a dip. <laughs> Here's your ring back. I don't, I don't want to do this. Uh, yeah, it's because of the, the your balls or whatever. I'm His I'm Piazza's really... gonna pop up in an infinity pool on vacation six weeks from now with a Dominican man. You know what I mean? Also, if you're taking medical advice from Nicki Minaj's uh, friend of a friend ass tweet, um, you know, maybe you just realize that uh, the world might be better off without you. Um, <laughs> That's all. If I you're, think some, oh, go ahead, Evan. If you're getting, if you're solidifying your stance with, um, with the vaccine based off of a Nicki Minaj tweet, um, or a Summer Walker post, I really want you to reevaluate one your intelligence and two if you should be alive or not. Because you're not, you're not adding to society. You're actually I'm, draining us. Please. Please just sit inside a hole. I'm I'm just so fascinated by people that are acting like this is this massive decision. Like that this is like this life changing. Like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you're literally like, you know how like sometimes you get a cough and your mom would make you like take a spoonful of nasty ass syrup and you didn't want to do it. Like, that's all that this is. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the extent of this. Like, oh, but it tastes bad. Like, yeah, but it'll make you stop coughing. Like, but it's icky. Like, nigga, just take the fucking thing. Your coughing's annoying the shit out of people. Like, that's just, just take the vaccine. It's going to be, worst case, it's going to be an inconvenient hour and a half because you're a little drowsy. I, I'm sorry. God forbid. Y'all niggas are weird. People and if you have like, chlamydia already, don't use it as an excuse. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This it's man's not- urethra's been on fire for three weeks, and then he happens to get the vaccine in that same day instead of a fucking penicillin shot. And now Nicki Minaj tweets to five million people that the vaccine makes your balls swell up. I, I don't know. Like, what what are we doing here? The man's a menace. He even got his fucking cousin to be convinced. That's amazing. I'm I'm really tired of people saying, like, I don't want to be experimented on. That's why I'm listening to the vaccine. Or, like, have you not seen the people who have died from the vaccine? There has been six people linked to, uh, six people linked to, like, the vaccine have died. That's six in, like, how many hundreds of millions of people that took the hey, vaccine? I'll just say it, too. Those people are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. All six of them. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> not just that, but hold on, wait. If I give... If I give Advil to about like a good like 500 million people, guess what? Probably I'd say roughly six people are going to die. Don't know why. Goddamn, but- <laughs> motherfucker, half the population can die from a bee sting or a peanut. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, six out of a couple hundred million. I think that's actually really good odds. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Half these people are also saying, like, you know, like, they know someone that's close to them that got the vaccine and still got COVID. Or, like, they got the vaccine and, like, still got COVID and it was really bad. Uh, I, you know what? At this point, like, don't get it. I don't I don't want them to get it. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. 
<laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't want them to get it because you know what? I like having no traffic, and if they're all dead. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? Like? There was some SEC football coach that was like, saying you got the vaccine and got COVID is like saying that someone told you to put on a jacket and you did and then you were still cold. <laughs> were you, you mad at the person that told you to wear a jacket? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you goddamn son of a bitch, you made me wear a jacket and now I'm still cold. Like, okay. <laughs> Are you less cold though? <laughs> Going to get a frostbite? Like what? Like what? What do you want from me? <laughs> that might be the best analogy I've heard for COVID. I've heard like a lot of analogies. That might be the best one. I don't know. We killed it that one week. I don't know what it was, but we were. <laughs> well, you're gonna go to light skin of the week, I guess. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, tell me about your dunk. What do you remember about that play? Uh, all I remember was Cole telling me that I've been going to the to the hole like a light skinned dude, so I got to start going like a dark skin. So when I seen the lane open up, that's all I remember. You went to the hole like a dark skinned dude. Yeah. yeah. All right, light skin of the week is where we like to nominate someone that stood out to us this week. Doesn't have to be light skin. Could just be anybody. You guys want to go first or? I can go first if y'all don't have one yet. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, <clears throat> my light skin of the week goes out to uh, Candyman, the uh, the horror movie uh, antagonist or villain, mm-hmm. whatever, however you want to call it. Um, I watched that movie in theaters, the first movie I saw in a really long time. Um, I was warned by my friend beforehand that uh, critics weren't fucking with it that much, so I didn't think it was going to be that good. Fantastic film. Really, really good film. Um, I was skeptical at first because I, uh, the main character that ends up being Candyman, I thought he was too distractingly handsome, um, but turns out he did a really good job. So, um, you know, sh- shout out to Candyman, and not to spoil it, but um, it's a horror movie about a villain that only kills white people, and I, th- I have never related to a horror movie more. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, so, is that the whole premise of the first Candyman? Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay. Candyman only kills white people. Um, so I slept like a baby that night, <laughs> and that's the first time I can say that after watching a scary movie. Because uh, I got was I it a little was afraid. it like a was it like a pop scare movie or was it a was it just like more suspenseful? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, there's yeah. a lot of like scary imagery and suspense. Uh, not too many pop scares, but there was a few. Um, again, the, the, I thought the main character was too distractingly handsome to be scary, and for a while he was there. But uh, you know they put a lot of makeup on him. And uh, um, handsome man, I think. I think he showed his dick once in a uh, HBO movie um, no. or HBO uh, show. He was he was blue ahead. though. Go ahead and text me the. Uh... Oh shit! Oh, I, I I know that show. I forgot that was him. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, Wait, who is this? Uh, uh, he's, he's got a very African name. It's like yeah, it's hard to pronounce. It? Yeah, it's like Yaya Abdul Monty or something. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You, we, Watchmen. Yep. Yeah, in Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought he was too hot to be scary, but he made it work. So shout out to him. I I liked him when he was blue. So. <laughs> yeah, and shout out Candyman, light skin of the week. Also, uh, Jordan Peele uh, produced, and I think he wrote some of that movie. I think he was like at least on the team. But um, 
he uh yeah so a lot of the critiques of the movie i was reading it afterwards because i was like that movie was fantastic i don't know why they got didn't get critical acclaim apparently they uh they pushed uh cop violence and then uh you know black politics on people too much and that's what people were mad about so that's why, why i liked it i thought it was fantastic very unapologetic about cops being uh uh you know violent and um yeah so <laughs> and very non-apologetic about historical white people being unbelievably violent to black people and uh, they didn't tiptoe around that shit in that movie so shout out to Candyman, that was a lot of fun I had a great time, I was just giggling looking around the theater <laughs> and I slept like a baby because he doesn't kill black people hmm. but if you're white, look out for Candyman, he'll get your ass he's very he's very uh, ruthless but if look I were to be Ken- killed by anybody, hopefully it'd be someone that handsome look out for Kendrick Lamar too What? <laughs> he calls himself Candyman in his songs. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right, Evan, you want to go? Hmm? You want to go? I was really hoping you were gone. You, you was hoping I would go? Yeah. Whew. Uh. Let's see here. Pull up the old notes app. Uh. I got. I'll just go with Jalen Hurts again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I got. (laughs) None of y'all are going to say Chloe. I was going to say. I was going to say Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Did you not hear me say Jalen Hurts? (laughs) Hey, he's my fantasy quarterback in more than one. Yeah, he's my fantasy too. He wears he wears dangly earrings on the field. It's it's incredible. <laughs> uh, mine's uh, Rome Flynn. Yeah. Okay. What's up? See, <laughs> see, in anything? Or you just <laughs> yeah. Check out the um. Was a so big. Uh, Lord have mercy. Music video by Chloe. Uh, he makes a guest appearance for all of fourteen seconds, but. Makes uh he makes his point now. Jesus Christ! I just googled him just to see if he was in anything, and now I can we just end the podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Who put AOC down? Oh, I did. Oh, you guys like her uh like her dress at the Met Gala? She could take it no. off. No, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Nothing. I just uh, like I I love it, man. Nothing sums up like just being an an American more than like wearing a wearing a political statement on your dress to the Met Gala. That's just the most adorable shit I've ever seen in my life. That's like that's like me going into like a fucking chicken wing festival. Like, hey, just be vegan, everybody. Like, here's my pita hat. <laughs> you guys are all wrong for this, but I'm gonna well, go ahead and get these barbecue lemon peppers off, and you know, we'll see what happens. Apparently, she didn't do like that absorbent. Um like big donation that everyone has to do to get a table there. Who was she was invited, but um, whose date was she? I don't know, probably Lil Nas X's. <laughs> I feel like they'd be a terrible uh, table to sit at. That'd be worse to, to watch than a stranger sit with Jay Z. <laughs> uh oh! Consolation, light skin of the week. Uh. 
fuck. I just, I just had it. I forgot who I was going to say, actually. Minus Chloe. Damn it. Who was I going to say? Minus AOC. Just take the dress off, baby. It's cool. You're still fine in my book. Would you, uh, would you, what would you rather do? do? Would you rather get an iTunes gift card or would you rather do a um, dinner with, with, uh, with Jay Lachanica? <laughs> <laughs> The fuck you even use an iTunes gift card for anymore? I feel like both of those are actually very useful, uh, useless things. So, like, just which one would you rather do? I would get dinner with Jay Electronica, and I'd talk about Erica Badu the whole time. Oh, that's what my uh, that's what my life's gonna be. It's gonna be the Steve nigger from Blues Clues. No, wait, no, I got beef with them. So I'm, but yeah, no, they still talking about that shit. They still talking about that shit. All he's doing is saying thanks for paying his loans off. He came back to say that he went to college, and then he's also throwing that in there because uh, he he mentioned something about student loans. It was a Freudian slip. Yeah, we played it. We pay, yeah, we paid his student loans off with the royalty checks from Blues Clues. So you're welcome, Stephen. No, he left. He left because he felt like he looked too old to be doing that for a kid show. Yeah, and then he went to college. And yeah. he probably got a communications degree and is probably living at his aunt's house. <laughs> That'd be tragic. I don't, why were people getting so emotional about that? <laughs> Fuck Steve from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Shit about what you did with your life. I have loans, bro. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> it's because we paid them. Where's Blue now, nigga? Show me some money. Find me some money, bro. <laughs> Find me a stimulus check. Or a goddamn bill that makes me not have to pay these federals anymore. This is bullshit. Yep. All right. Let's go to game in a week. If you can communicate this product, you can make money off the product. Because look at Gaga. She's the creative director of Polaroid. I like some of the Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? All right. Game of the week is where we uh, shout out someone. Not like fuck. Game of the week. (laughs) It's fucking blazing here, Evan. (laughs) Well, the sooner you finish, the sooner you can turn on the fan. So (laughs) I got to take another shower. Uh, Game of the week is where we give you advice that you probably shouldn't listen to. Um... Do you guys have anything? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to, like, harp off of what Steve did. Like, you can sometimes just pull up after about a good, like, 14, 25 years, and it's still solid with the person. <laughs> if, if, I've, if I've learned anything from that, it's that the hey, big head text, no matter how much time has passed, there's a, there's a solid chance that it's going to work. <laughs> I might have to take this out, but um, someone once told me like, there is probably going to be always one person that you can always just double back to. And it's just always going to be there no matter what, no matter circumstance. Yeah. I mean, and Steve just did that with America. Uh, my game of the week is invest, invest in your property. So if you have a house, you should probably put in at least probably about five to $6,000 into it a year. If not, then those <laughs> You're going to start noticing structural damages and uh, certain inadequacies with your residence as well. Out of context, that probably makes no sense. That's so funny. (laughs) 
This entire thing has been just lights at me. I don't know if anyone has caught that, but. <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect place to end. All right. Well, this is Alex. This is Joe signing off again. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna do, Evan's gonna put up an Instagram post. I'm putting on wax, and um, yeah. So uh, everybody be safe and, and stay blessed and, and all that. Yeah, this is Evan. I'm, I'm gonna try my best. I don't know if my best is good enough nowadays. Sometimes I wonder if um if I'm ever actually gonna be anything, or if I'm actually gonna just 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 keep on going on the way I am right now. So. At the pace you're going, it looks like you're going to be right there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you're staying right there. All right. I might be here next week. Who knows? All right. Bye, guys. Just act like